What we do here is go back, 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 back. Welcome, welcome to the Hustle Sold Separately. We are a weekly podcast dedicated to all of you amazing human beings who tune in every single time, every single week. Uh, I always address you guys as beautiful anti-status quo <laughs> innovators and, uh, you know, kind of in your own lane type folk. And I always say like, you know, we have this amazing audience of people that are you know, hustlers and creators and in, uh, entrepreneurs and CEOs and techies and designers and producers and artists i mean we it's such an amazing community and uh i exist because of all of you guys and so i'm always so grateful uh for my day ones you guys have been here for a very long time and i am truly grateful and for all the new people that continue to keep tuning in thank you so much it's nice to meet you guys and um as my audience will tell you uh or my listeners will tell you i never glamorize or glorify in success um i think success is a very arbitrary word and I firmly believe it's up to you to define that for yourself. And don't be so quick to let anybody else define it for you. Uh, that is a losing proposition, in my opinion, because everybody's here to do a different journey. And so what we do here on the show is, uh, whether my own uh, experiences or amazing guests that I bring on, we talk about what we're realizing in real time as we're building something uh, of value to us and to the world. Um, and what what that means for us and humanizing this entrepreneurial or creative journey. Uh, so grateful to have you along. And we have another incredible show. Oh, and for new people, uh, you can find me at Matt Gottesman on Instagram. Uh, my audience will tell you, uh, and I guess that now includes you. You can reach out to me. I answer every DM, text, reply, response for the last like eight, nine years, going on a decade. So uh, it is me who runs it. It is me who interacts with all of you. Uh, we wouldn't have community otherwise. So, so we're going to jump right into today's show. I have an amazing guest, Melissa Blatt, uh, who I met uh, about a month, month and a half ago, doing some really great things. She's the founder of Indie Pop. And we're going to be talking about healthcare, which some of you may not be thinking about or, or have been dealing with a multitude of different things within that, that, um, uh, you know, category, especially for my self-employed people and all of my entrepreneur peeps and everybody out there and the creators. Um, as you guys know, the healthcare system is a very <laughs> interesting paradigm to, <laughs> to work through. Um, but it's still nevertheless something that, uh, you know, we, we have to take into consideration from a business standpoint, from a health standpoint, from a life standpoint, from people depending on a standpoint, there's a lot of things in there. But Melissa found a really great way to um, uh, work in a, a different way of, of having the, the healthcare system work for you. And I thought that was really fascinating and not always known. So we're going to be talking about health share. So we'll get into that as well, too. Plus, you know, her running this as a it's a it's a tech company. It's a um, you know, it's a healthcare company. Uh, she may not call it that, but you know, health share, obviously. But. Um, we'll talk about all these things, but just to, to tee up Melissa, uh, she graduated from NYU, Tisch School of Arts, and then, uh, you know, had the, the dreams of uh, being the next Spielberg, made her way to L.A., and then over the next few years, she worked on several TV shows and film before moving her way into business development and marketing. 
And then over the past 20 years, she lived and worked in New York, LA, Minneapolis, and Phoenix, where she found success in ex- uh, executing innovative campaigns, strengthening customer base, and uh, expanding market reach. And then one fear she had when she left the corporate world to go on her own was healthcare. I can absolutely 100 million percent tell, especially my freelancer friends out there and my entrepreneur friends and my self-employed people, um, you know how this works, right? Because it's like, there's so many different avenues and often at times you kind of put it off because it's a bill that you don't want to necessarily have. Um, and she did experience a little bit of the sticker shock uh, when she was presented with Cobra Plan and, and what the industry was doing. And um, she knew she wasn't alone. There's actually 57 million or 35% of the workforce, what she calls independent population or so of self-employed professionals. And so she started exploring all of her options. And after researching dozens of the plans, she did find a solution. And in 2020, she launched Indie Pop, uh, Indie Population, right? Uh, independent population to uh, bring simple and affordable healthcare options and benefits to the self-employed and small business population. So we're going to dive into uh, both sides, like the benefit of all of this, but also what she's learning in building this. And uh, Melissa, I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for that great intro. Do you still need me? <laughs> so we're wrapped up and I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's, it's, it, what's also really incredible. And, and, and then I want you to, I really do want you to talk about your background because I think it gives a yeah. greater context. Um, it is, you've got, you've got this really amazing background of like, oh, hey, um, here's, you know, one way I, I want to go out into the world and create. And then, you know, over time you did so for, in a lot of ways for other companies and then eventually, oh wait, no, I want now I want to do my own thing. Where can I serve? And you're finding an innate need, which is a really big deal when it comes to creating anything as a business and especially in a tech world. So there's a lot to kind of unpack here. So I would, I would love for you to just, you can go as far back as you want, um, but how do we get to Indie Pop? And then from there, we're going to kind of talk about, you know, what's happening in this time right now, especially. Yeah. Well, if you go back to the early 20s when I was freelancing in film, I was on my parents' plan. I was under 26, so I didn't really have to worry about healthcare. It was still, right. you know, I was t- essentially I was covered and, you know, moved my way into working as a W-2 employee. And I, you know, companies were gracious enough to uh, offer a healthcare package. And again, as an employee, didn't have to worry about it um, until fast forward 20 plus years later and I'm like, okay, I'm ready to go out on my own, do business development for diverse companies, not just one company, That's basically like a, like a fractional um, business development salesperson. And I, I was like, I can't afford healthcare. Right. What is going, I got actually really nervous because the Cobra was, was ridiculously expensive. And then marketplace wasn't really working because they wanted to base it off of earnings and I couldn't give them you know, I could, I could ballpark it, but if I made six figures that year, it would have, the subsidy I would have gotten or, you know, it was, I found myself in a loophole and I was like, wait, I know I'm not alone. There's how many millions are in this gig economy doing their thing, whether you call yourself a solopreneur, freelancer, independent contractor. And I realized they're either paying three times the rates or they're literally, they're going without healthcare. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and I mean, I know there's a lot of options, but even those are very confusing. And yeah, it does get 
it does get expensive. I I remember when I because I remember this this very clearly. I remember um, being uh, as part of like my parents uh, back in my early twenties, you know, part of the plan. And I remember the moment I got, I had to be removed, um, and I was like, "How much is that a month?" You know. <laughs> and at this and back then, by the way, wasn't as bad. It got bad. It got really bad. Um, and the unfortunate part too is that I think a lot of people then feel okay, um, you know, oh, you know what, I'm an entrepreneur, I need to keep my, my costs down as much as possible, I don't really, you know, need the health insurance, so I'll figure it out later on. Or, or people who just, even if they work for somebody and they don't, it's not supplied to them, like, oh, I'll, I'll worry about it later on. It's a thing, it's a weird, weird thing that people don't realize they need it until they need it, of course, um, and it's not easy to understand sometimes. So, um, you know, Go, please, educate. <laughs> I was looking at bronze plans, which basically I call them, sorry, but I call them the crappy plans because right. it's not a gold. It's not a platinum. It's it's not silver. It is bronze. And so um, premiums were, you know, a decent monthly, but the deductible is where I was getting killed because I was in my late 40s. Yes, mm. I just outed myself. Um, and it gets expensive as you get older. Um, and so when I was reading the fine print, and that's where I think, and I, I really try to educate people when we're trying to figure out, well, should you stay with traditional insurance or come on to a health share? Let's look at all your costs. And when you really dissect it, the bronze plans wasn't going to cover my primary care visits, nor um, if I had to go to the ER, I'd have to reach my deductible, which was eight grand. Okay, so that means if I need an appendectomy or break my leg, I have to spend that $8,000. So really, okay, great, fine. I have something in place um, for a big cat catastrophic, catastrophic um, or major medical. But what about everyday care of, I have pink eye, I have strep throat. I mean, am I con continuously laying out money um, for a plan that I'm paying a very high price for? And that's where I actually, I did, I got mad. And when I get mad, I usually try to do something about it. And that's when I really started to peel back and do research in the industry and say, okay, what, what, there's gotta be solutions out there that I'm just not finding. And I did, I found a solution in what is called a health share. And so a health share is different than traditional insurance where you become a member of a community that shares the cost in a medical need. Mm. So that is a little different because if you're, just one person, you're not joining a group, you're coming into an insurance company as one person, whereas in a health share, you're coming in as an individual, but essentially it's like a group of people splitting the cost. Um, and it functions completely different. It's a different approach. It's fair medical pricing, it's concierge care, you're getting lower rates. On some of my health shares, you get to you know, stay with your doctor, your specialist or hospital. Um, it's more of, I think, a proactive approach and I'm not just an ID card. I'm an actual person that needs care. And I think that's very different than what we're used to these days when you call the insurance company and they're like, well, what's your group number? What's this? And then, okay, great. You got all that, but I need, I don't feel well. <laughs> right. Can you help me? And that's, that's different in a health share because they care. They're like, okay, let's help you navigate the cost of care at the right price. Let's say you are... I mean, uh, uh, so I'm an entrepreneur. I I have a team, but I don't want to use me as an example. Oh, we can, but like, let's say you're solopreneur. How do they partake in a health share? Yeah. So what IndiePop does, since there's dozens and dozens now in the market, um, we basically 
do the research and vet all these different types of health shares. Now that I know what I need to look for in a health share, I can pass on all this expertise to um, anyone that would like to enroll. And so I've curated four different plans on the website mm. and they're all, they're all high value plans. Um, meaning it's not just about whether or not you need a surgery, but there could be dental and vision. You can have an HSA. Um, you might have choose one for um, it's 3000 max out of pocket for a family, which is huge by the way um, for a deductible for a family to be under $5,000. So um, if you're a solopreneur, you can go to the website, you can um, use a chat bot. You can work with one of my team members to help match you depending on what your budget and your needs are. You just might want something for um, $200 a month that's going to help in case what I call the what if scenarios of what if I slip and fall and break my leg. I just want something in place so I don't go in medical debt. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, you know, basically $200 a month. Um, and I don't think that'll break the bank. So how did, I, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, please. Oh, no, but a $17,000 bill could if you don't, yeah. if you're not prepared for it. Yeah. How, how did, I mean, you know, I know you can go on a tear. So, and I'm curious to know how, how, how did it get so messed up? How did the, how did, uh, what you're doing is great. How did the system get to where it's at? Like when what, and, and feel free to, I mean, even open up kind of some things that you found maybe in the, in the process of like why these things are happening or why it's become, you know, health, health insurance has become a, kind of a, a difficult thing with a lot of people and, yeah. Feel free. I, I mean, it's, I'm not, I'm not a politician or anything that I can go it. back and say, <laughs> but I can say from my own experience, things that I found when I left my company or actually when I was with my last company and I had insurance, they switched insurance and my dermatologist was not on that plan. And you know, when you find a doctor that you really like, mm -hmm. it's very jarring to have to switch networks and start over. And yeah. I just said, I wonder if I go in and just see if I paid out of pocket what it would cost. And it was three times less expensive than what the insurance rate was. So I actually, it was doable for me to go and see my doctor as a cash pay person. I think a lot of people don't even realize that, um, that self-pay price is going to be cheaper, less it, expensive. Interesting. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that. So there are even times that like, yeah, yeah, the insurance is going to actually cost more at a at like your favorite doctor or dentist, but um, in essence, you can actually just pay cash and it'll be less. Well, and I think doctors appreciate that when you're paying literally at the time of service. I've yep. talked to different physicians that really enjoy health shares because they know they're getting paid. Mm. They're getting paid by the health share or they're getting paid by the self-pay person at the time of the visit, which is very, um, I think, unique. Whereas when you work through insurance companies, there's codes and then it's processing, you have administration costs. So I think health shares is, I will use that word disrupting the business of healthcare. Well, one, it's a different approach um, because as I mentioned, you have a team. Um, the first thing that you're going to do is use an app or phone call to a care team to discuss, I have a sore throat. Um, a lot of times you don't need to go running to urgent care or um, 
you know, you can have a tele telehealth conversation, maybe get your prescription filled without having to go into, you know, a waiting room, especially if you have children and two in the morning, your child wakes up with a rash. You don't have a lot of options at two in the morning. So this is a really nice way that you can at least speak with somebody. I, I did have an instance where I couldn't, I woke up at three in the morning and I couldn't bend my elbow at all. And I spoke with the nurse practitioner and within 20 minutes and they helped me decide, you know, the best course of care which I went in the next day to my primary care doctor. It happened to be included in my health share. I didn't pay a dime and I had to get an MRI. Well, when you hear MRI, you think costs are like yeah. astronomical because you've seen what happens in a hospital when an MRI could cost. Well, my MRI was $300 as a cash pay person. That's pretty doable when wow. considering I've met people that have a deductible of 150 for an MRI. So they're still paying something for their MRI, even with insurance. Um, but it was just, it was coordinated with the team. And I always knew I was getting the fair price. And I knew that I was basically getting the best care at the right price. So you're already looking at a different approach to managing medical needs. And I'm, by the way, I'm not going to be negative about insurance um, because there is a place for all these Absolutely. types of alternative options and solutions for people. Um, your health is number one, as you know, Matt. I mean, I know you're a healthy person and we all <laughs> care about health. Yeah. And when you don't feel well or there's something going on, it affects everything in your life. And you shouldn't have to wait until, you know, a drastic thing happens in your life to stay healthy and work with the team and get preventative care and have all these things, um, you know, mental health included mm. as part of a plan. Well, and you bring up a really great point in that, um, you know, it doesn't, it, it sometimes things have a negative connotation because of um, a few great people coming in to, you know, only look at the profit side, but there are incredible doctors out there. And, and I mean, a lot of people know, like, yes, I do believe in natural and holistic. And I also believe in Western medicine when appropriate by really good, well-researched physicians that are really into what they do. Um, and when you remove some of the constraints, that the, the system has been, you know, kind of, um, putting into there, you've got a, you know, access to some incredible people and, and incredible care. So I can only imagine that, you know, you have a lot of responsibilities with health shares where it's like, um, making it easier for people to get the kind of care that they want, having them have act like, cause you're not, you're not just, in my opinion, the responsibility is just not just really to the um, to the general consumer that needs it, but it also reshapes an industry that I think at times got a little lost its sight a little bit because of so many inner workings of things that like you know, like you said, the codes and the money and then this and then that and then it's and then it shaped people to be like, well, we only accept it this way and we only do things that way, and it really kind of diluted um, the the care. The, the care. Yeah. Right? Care portion, right? Yeah, that's what it comes down to when you're you're looking at everything. Is I want the best care at the right cost, and that's what health shares do. Is they know what an MRI should cost in Chandler, Arizona, as opposed to Brooklyn, New York. Mm -hmm. So they they can tell you what a biopsy. This is what it should cost. So each health share is set up differently, and I'm just going to dive in a little bit into the weeds because people tough questions that I get asked are. Okay, what if I break my ankle? How much out of pocket do I have to spend? Most health shares, it's going to be $1,000 per medical need up to three times. 
So that means the most would be 3000 for the year for an appendectomy, a broken leg, and maybe a concussion. Hmm. <laughs> and hopefully that never happened to you because that's a really <laughs> bad year. Yes, very. <laughs> but, but it could happen. And at least, you know, it's very transparent that for each medical need, that's the specific cost. Um, I do have one health share that all eligible out-of-pocket costs roll up into 3000 So if you see a specialist um, and or a biopsy, everything goes towards $3,000. And that's for a family, as I mentioned, which I think is pretty amazing. It also offers dental and vision discounts, mental health. So it's, a, I think, a very comprehensive package. But let's go back to the question of, okay, with insurance. I have some people that their spouse is a employee of a company, but if they have a baby this year to add that child jumps up their rates like crazy. And they're like, wait a second. And so one spouse goes on the health share with the child and the other spouse stays on their company plan. So there's many ways um, that a health share can work for a family. And then let's talk about small business. Someone like you that might have four um, 1099 contract workers or employees you might want to explore a health share. Why it's kind of cool is it's not a one size fits all. So two of your employees might want to go with one health share and another one might want to go with another and it's, it's mix and match. So it's not like, Oh, I have to go with one of these big insurance companies and it's an umbrella for everybody. And you know, there's mixing and matching involved. So there's more flexibility. As I say, in a lot of ways, don't you solve the problem for, um, even more sizable small businesses, you know, 10, 20, 50 uh, employees, if you will, where like maybe they're not necessarily doing the full uh, offering the health, but like this is a great alternative and how to do it that automatically um, reduces the cost for the individual um, or their household, I should say. Um, you, you know what I'm saying? Like it could, you could really also redefine even like the, 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 the companies that are like 50 people plus, right? In a lot of ways. Yeah. And I, I think Indie Pop at this stage is still just focused on under 20. Yeah. Um, Makes sense. Makes then, sense. And <laughs> over 50. I mean, no, I mean, eventually maybe, but right yeah. now, because uh, there's just so many. Think about all the mom and pop, you know, uh, stores out there online or, you know, brick and mortar um, that would love to contribute to even a part timer, but is like, I can't put you on the plan. You know, for, I have one plan for $125 a month. That's what they would contribute to their employee. And they have everyday care plan for if they, you know, have strep throat or knee prescriptions filled. And I mean, it's it's a really nice offering or benefit. It helps Incredible. retain that talent um, and it helps show appreciation. And um, yeah, it's another, I mean, and when I started Indie Pop, I didn't think I was going to get in with small business. I, I mean, my goal was the freelancer like myself. I'm like, I'm going to so help solve this for the freelancer. <laughs> and then small businesses started to come and I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> okay. So I have two group plans. One of them is actually an Indie Pop plan. We launched our own healthcare health share plan, I should say, this last month. Yeah. Question for you, since you just brought up about, you know, when you started. Yeah. How's it going? <laughs> you know, you see the memes on like how it started, how it's going. But like, yeah, as a, as a startup uh, company owner, you know, what didn't you see coming? I mean, one on one hand, you're taking on a, a, a very uh, big industry. And on the other hand, um, you know, uh, growth takes time. And, uh, and then you're using, you know, tech and digital meets, you know, um, 
a multitude of different things. Like how, how's it going? Like what, what didn't you see coming? Um, and then mm-hmm. what have you been, what have you been learning? And then like, what are some really great like wins that are, that are coming, you know, that, that are happening out of like the pivots and the, like, cause you were saying like, oh, well I was going for a freelancer. And I think a lot of people, they get married to like, it has to be this person. And all of a sudden they're like, oh, wait a minute, you all want this? Like, perfect. And that ability to change, right. And pivot. Let's go back to when I actually launched physically or not physically, but you know, when you're, when you're starting a startup, you have your kind of when you started the whole idea of it and yes. I started literally a Google doc. And then I approached some, some, um, trustworthy, respectable advisors mm-hmm. that I have. And they're like, you have to do it. I'm like, well, how am I going to make money? And, you know, I went back and forth and the business plan looked a little differently because I wanted to solve for a lot of freelance issues or independent contractor issues. And then I went into this, um, deep dive into healthcare. And it's just kind of, cons- it started to consume me that this is a huge, huge pain point for mm. this audience. So the more I learn about health shares, the more I found, wow, they're not all created equal and people need to look out for this and this. And I'm like, I really should just create a site just for all these, this information that I'm gathering and create high value, um, you know, curated plans. And so March of 2020 was my official, like pull the trigger. I have a website. Hey, I'm ready to go. And two young ladies that were just laid off during COVID because so many companies were furloughing and laying off people because we were just in lockdown. um, They couldn't afford their Cobra. And they both signed up $250 a month plans. And this basically was month to month. And they were, um, they had something in place in case something really happened to them. And that was everyday and major medical. Um, And so I looked at my whole business model and I was like, wow, okay. I thought it was just going to be freelancers and independent contractors like 1099. But here are these people that were laid off and they also fell into this kind of area of gray. Then I had a 62 year old woman who I didn't even think 62. I'm like, wait, she's like, I can't afford my Cobra. And she's now paying 319. So that opened up another kind of channel of marketing, um, which I really wasn't thinking about. But there's a lot of people over 55 that are retiring early, and they're not ready for Medicaid, Medicare, you know. So it's it's very interesting how this has opened up um, into, you know, I think you read in my with the bio 57 million population, I think it's tack on little bit more people in this market and you bring up a very very great point that i think people often miss which is um we don't know what we don't know until we do until we're out there in the market and we're building and um you know you're you're saying you know hey look it was march 2020 which (laughs) will forever be a very interesting month in history and you pull the trigger and you're like i'm doing this i'm doing this i'm doing this we don't know what we don't know until we do it and um and being flexible and open to, oh, that's interesting. I Here's another group of people I hadn't thought of. And then watching that, you know, potentially grow in that capacity. And I think that it's just such a powerful point because so many people want the answers and they think that like, or no, it will only be this person. I'm like, you don't know what you don't know until you launch. You really don't. And you might discover a whole other avenue. People are like, what about me? <laughs> Can I join you? Yeah. Yeah. You know, coming from my marketing background, I remember in software sales, 
I would talk to different businesses and they're like, well, everyone's my market. I'm like, oh, really? The 80 year old woman in Nebraska is your market? Well, no, not her. I'm like, drill down, right? drill down. Who are you serving? And so I tried to do that at the beginning. And then all of a sudden, you know, I, I'm enrolling some people that kind mm -hmm. of fit outside of what the initial niche was, but it's still, I know my market and I don't make any decisions without saying, is this good for my 1099 contract worker? Mm. If it is, then I'll explore it more. If it isn't, then I said no, because that's how I make my decisions. Is it good for my audience? So you're creating with them, you're co-creating with them. And yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're right. In the marketing world, we're always taught like drill down, drill down, niche, niche, niche. But um, we obviously have learned over our careers is keep yourself open to either expanding the niche or redefining it or refocusing or pivoting or tweaking, whatever it might be, because yeah, it's great to niche down, but we only know what we, what we know. Right. And, and I think that's something you learned. And then you brought up a very valid point, which is like, okay. And now as I'm learning, I have to make decisions for my audience, for my customers, for my clients. It, does this make sense with them or does this not make sense knowing now more about them and their needs? So long as you know, do that and serve, I tell people, I'm like, you'll be fine in scaling. It may take time as anything does, but you're gonna be fine. Like, cause you're serving them. And then what inevitably happens, especially in a very um, simple but needed topic like healthcare, boom, referral, 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 referral. It's just yeah. that way because everybody yeah. is always passing around like, hey, who do you use? Who do you use? I mean, it, it came up even, uh, I, I mentioned you the other day at uh, when I was training. Uh, my trainer had several people there. Uh, and everybody there is an entrepreneur who works for themselves. <laughs> and so, and the, and the topic came up about uh, health insurance, you know, and we're, and we're all talking. I was like, you know, you've got to check out IndyPop. <laughs> I was like, I'm still learning more about it. But, um, but, that, but it comes up. And, I, oh, go ahead. No, I, I had dinner. My mom celebrated her 74th birthday this past mm. week. Go mom. And we went out to dinner and the waitress, you know, they're, they're, they're friendly. And it turns out she doesn't have healthcare. Right. <laughs> so I'm telling her, I'm like, okay, you need to check out Indie Pop, you know? And so the industries are so vast. You know, I was right. thinking content writers, graphic designers, software engineers, um, but there could be plumbers, there could be um, trainers, mm. uh, you know, physical um, fitness trainers. It's mm. just... It's so vast because the solopreneur market is growing. People are yes. are leaving the nine to five and they're doing their own thing. Mm -hmm. And that means they're on their own for healthcare. So yeah. Oh, go ahead. No, no, please, please. No, but I, I think it's there, you know, when you go online and you look for healthcare, you are overwhelmed. Oh my with God. So where to start? What do I look for? And now here you are new to a health share and you're like, okay, well, what do I even want in a health share? I don't even know what's offered. Mm -hmm. So that's where I, th I think IndiePop has this really valuable service. Not only can we help match you, we can help determine, wait, I think traditional insurance is going to make more sense for you. And you, and that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. we guide. And, and perfect timing. Like you're saying the, this gig economy, this consulting economy, this, yeah, solopreneur economy. I mean, it is fast rising. I don't think people even remotely understand, no pun intended, remote working, but uh, remotely understand like what is what is what is really really happening, especially with uh, it's a different conversation, but like labor capital markets here in in this country, um, you know, um, and people are realizing more and more like I I can literally make more money doing this on my own. 
um, in these new kind of markets. And sometimes, sometimes weirdly enough with like less work, if you will, or less amount of clients, but like not being a part of the the system, you know, I think remote working also showed them a little bit of that, but, um, mm-hmm. but it is becoming a gig economy for a lot of reasons. Um, and especially the more that the work is outsourced, um, out of the country. So, uh, I think people don't realize uh, what, what are the, are the numbers bigger than 57 million? Like what, what is it, yeah. what is it, or how fast is it growing? If we talk pre-COVID 57 million and that's just gig economy, not solopreneurs, small business owners, which tack on another like 12 million. Mm. Um, now the stats I think have even risen because a lot of people during COVID the pandemic, when they said, okay, I have nothing to lose. My, I lost my job anyway. I might yeah. as well just go on my own. Yeah. So it's, um, there is someone whose name is, I'll just give out a shout out to Matthew Matola. He's written a book called the human cloud. And his prediction is within the next 10 years that it's going to be 80% freelancers and 20% yep. full-time employees. Yep. I've been saying it. I, I, what was, what was the book again? Who, who was the author? Human cloud. Matthew Matola. Matthew Matola, Human Cloud. Uh, uh, we have, by the way, a Partners and Perks page. Uh, anyone that has a company that is geared towards the self-employed population, please reach out to me because I would love to put you on the Partners and Perks. Um, Matthew's company, I think, is called Venture L. It's a collaboratory tool. I hope I'm explaining it right for freelancers to work with other freelancers and get um, better, better projects. Mm. So there's a lot. There's a lot out there, there- um, with. Yeah, there, there yeah. is, you know, I w- I've been seeing these, uh, uh, Wethos, W-E-T-H-O-S dot co. Um, wow. Incredible. Where like, so like, let's say you're, you know, a freelancer in a particular thing, but you're wanting to not like white label an agency, but you, you can connect with, um, everybody else needed for a particular project within seconds. Everybody gives what the cost would be for to do that project. When you put in the parameters, everybody can be paid individually from the money that comes in, knowing you can automatically put the splits. Um, uh, proposals can be made like that. I mean, it's happening. This gig economy, oh, what's yeah. where we're heading, and what you were saying, potentially eighty percent. I a hundred percent agree. I I I try to tell the people. I do the best I can with the several hundred thousand, but you know, <laughs> there's only so many people I can reach. No, for now, is, is date June eleventh. Mark, Matt, and Melissa's words. Right, <laughs> right. June eleventh, twenty twenty one. But by twenty thirty, yeah. we said it. By twenty twenty five, yeah. I don't know what else to tell you about any of my listeners. I've been saying it. We've been saying it. I'm just saying. So. And so if you are one of those sitting at your desk in a company thinking, when can I go out on my own? I can't afford healthcare. Please let Indie Pop try to help you reach some of your goals um, and go out on your own and fulfill some dreams. So at least have a conversation with us to see if it's a good fit for you. I liked it a lot. I, you know, it's so important. And I did a post about this recently. Uh, and I tell people like find a good health person, find or or resource, find a good mentor with taxation, find a good bookkeeper. Like guys, I'm telling you, we just unfortunately school didn't always teach these things. But it, once you go find like these different uh, uh, resources, it's a game changer. You're like, oh my god, why didn't I do th- some of these things sooner? <laughs> you know, it's so. Oh, I had I interviewed Financial Gym. Um, they have trainers to help you reach financial goals, and I kept kicking myself. Like I didn't. I wish in high school I would have learned a right. lot better about right. budgeting, about goals, about. Um, absolutely. And back to I know we're both. Um, we like Eastern medicine too. I I go to acupuncture. Mm-hmm. One mm-hmm. thing that I love about with health shares because uh, typically you're going to be saving monthly. Um, 
rates or either monthly or overall annually, typically families save about 40%. Mm. So their premium is under $900. If they're paying a 1500 premium now, that money you can save, you can then go to your acupuncturist, you get more massages, um, have a trainer, like there's still money left over that you can contribute towards health in a different way. And I, I love that because you're not just tied to this, you know, like making these monthly payments to just insurance and not having anything left over to help maintain a, a great quality or overall quality of, of life. When you bring up such a great larger point um, for a lot of people is they feel the constraints of all that comes in without actually having a better relationship and saying, okay, what can I do differently with everything that comes in? That was a game changer for me. Once I started looking at what I can do differently, minimizing debt or paying anything of it off, understanding like, oh, where can I get better deals on different things and understand why and how I get them. All of a sudden you're left with this extra money and you're like, oh, wow, I had more time and I had more money than I thought. I just wasn't being as uh, responsible or, or as knowing and knowledgeable of a certain area. So you bring up a very bigger point in having a relationship with your money, like honor and respect it. And you can actually make things still work for you. Absolutely. I mean, that's a hustler mentality right there. Well, no, I'm just, like, I'm just digesting all of it because life is just, it goes, it goes slow and it goes fast yes. at the same time. Yes. And you look back at it and you're like, okay, what, you know, I could have been getting a I, I could have been taking care of myself a little bit better. I had the money to mm -hmm. do this or that, or I, mm -hmm. um, it's just about making good choices and putting yourself first. That's, that's all it is. That's exactly <laughs> all it is. And, um, and I, and I constantly tell everybody, I'm like, and I'm grateful, I'm grateful. We're living in a very, very good time. Yes. Uh, technically the parts that are not so good, it's just because the systems are breaking, but that's not your concern. If you're part of the system, just remove yourself from it. Uh, but, <laughs> but there we're, when I say we're living in an incredible time, meaning like there's never been more resources to solve some of the problems that either have been voluntarily or involuntarily placed upon ourselves or that we voluntarily or involuntarily placed ourselves in. Um, so we've now got these incredible resources. Incredible resources and advancement, especially in healthcare with all of the technology and wearables that you can have at right. home to protect yourself, that you can work with, uh, with a teledoc a term mm -hmm. that's it. Um, just telemedicine in general and monitor, you know, monthly, if you like your, your EKGs, your blood pressure, your blood oxygen level. I mean, it's a, it's pretty amazing that you can be at home and not in a hospital and have um, a lot of this readouts of how you are, what your health is, especially di oh, with diabetes, they have something on the, you just click on, um, your, I don't know if anyone can see me, but um, underneath your shoulder and it goes to an app instead mm. of pricking yourself all the time. So, I mean, there's so many advancements. Right, We're, it's an incredible time. Where can everybody find out about you online or Indie Pop or all of the places that they can get more information? Yeah, and so it, the website has all the plans at that indiepop.co, I-N-D-I-P-O-P. -P. Again, it stands for Independent Population, as you mentioned, Matt. Um, there's a chat bot that you can ask questions. There's also hello at Indie Pop. Um, and you know, you can connect with me, Melissa Blatt on LinkedIn. I'd love to, to speak with you. Um, always looking to partner with large companies that still haven't been offering benefits to their 1099 contract workers. Um, this is something that is an alternative solution out there. 
we have a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners that listen. So I highly encourage that because it is a, it's a game changer to be able to offer it. But I also get why they sometimes haven't because it's been like this weird barrier that <laughs> there's been a lot of barriers in the health care industry. So, you know, the fact that we're having now more than ever to unravel all that and have these new solutions is incredible. Yeah, we just partnered with a local company here that they have at least 11,000 independent contractors yearly. Um, mm -hmm. And they haven't been able to offer anything to them. They're really excited to put IndiePop in their onboarding. Um, so it's just, you know, a way to say, hey, we're thinking of you and we want you to be healthy, mm -hmm. um, but you don't fall into that W2 category. Right. <laughs> so, and we're not required to give you healthcare. So you're basically on your own. Uh, I mean, yeah. think about the timing on that, because if we're heading where you and I firmly believe we are, and even 50 or 60% of the population, not even the 80, are, which we're very close, we're closer than we think um, for uh, freelance and for contractor and independent and entrepreneur, Oof. boy, are you in the right place at the right time. <laughs> right, you know, you know. And I love to think, you know, indie pop, it wasn't like when I was five, hey, what do you want to be, Melissa, when you grow right, up? Of well, course. yeah, if Steven Spielberg's listening. I wanted to be Steven Spielberg. I wanted to be a director. And, um, it, but out of my own pain point, my own struggle, yes. my own feeling of I want to do something about this. I want to save people the stress, the time, the money, the, all the frustration that I've been experiencing and saying, look, guys, I found something. Um, and this is a really amazing alternative approach to managing your healthcare needs. Check it out. I've done the work. <laughs> it's all in one place now. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, we could have a whole program on what you thought you would be doing in life and where you ended up. <laughs> well, you know, and some, sometimes in a weird, weird way, um, either we circle back around to something we might have actually known at a very early age or, you know, um, our our the thing that we correct in ourselves is something that we're often very passionate about helping others because we know what we went through and we don't want others to feel that same pain and only to find like oh wait a minute it doesn't have to be as hard oh and it's a need in the market um our you know our problem solving for ourselves is our service to others right a lot of times no i'm very i'm I look at everything that has led up to this moment and believe I'm exactly where I'm supposed Hell to be. Yeah. It gives me a lot of peace. Um, and our little tagline is healthcare for your hustle. So you just keep focusing on your hustle and let Indie Pop worry about those benefits. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. That's yeah. incredible. Thank you so much, you know, for taking the time because I know you got to run, but like um, it was incredible. And I always extend the invitation to come back on the show for uh, everybody because it's a journey driven podcast. And so it'd be great to, it'd be great to see like what happens over this, like, next year um because the shift is real <laughs> the shift is happening the shift is real, real. <laughs> you know and and it's it'll be interesting to see like i said um you know because sometimes on, on the podcast we've talked about like market timing business cycles market cycles things like like where you know when there's such a massive shift happening even if it feels subtle to a lot of people it's happening and it's happening faster than people think so it's interesting to be in a, a place at a, at a right time, but still early in where all those things are going to be um, heading over the, so, the course of so many years. 
which also is really a great spot to be in because you get to learn as like the the people kind of keep coming on board more and more and more. So and if you're already that in tune with your customer, wanting to like you know be thinking about the the thoughts and, and choices that are best serve them, it's like perfect. You just took the words out of my mouth. It's I want to just keep expanding uh, resources and services mm -hmm. that again serve this market so that they continue to you know sustain as being their own boss. Mm -hmm. Perfect. Want to do it? They should have all the tools to, to you know, um, be self-employed. Thank you. Seriously, thank you. It's uh, it's very much needed. It's going to be an interesting ride watching the next five to ten years. Yeah, I can't <laughs> wait to come back. Right. In 2022 on June 11th. Right. And, uh, like, so <laughs> how's it going? Where are the what numbers are at other now? other predictions that we can have recorded right now in time? Right. right. <laughs> I know. That's the best part. The best part, honestly, about doing the content and doing the podcast and doing all these things yeah. is that, like, you know, you see people like Gary Vee do this all the time. Like, I said it then. And then he pulled up the clip. <laughs> like, 2011. You're like, yes. Yes. Exactly. So. Um, yeah. For everybody listening, indiepop.com, I N D I E P. -O -C -O. What? Indiepop.co, sorry. Sorry, indiepop.co. Yeah. Indiepop.co. Thank I -N you. I N D I E P O P.co. Um, and then, of course, you can find Melissa Blatt on uh, M E L I S S A B L A T T, T is in yeah. Tom, on LinkedIn. <laughs> yeah um and uh reach out to her i always you guys just ask her ask questions um i know there's a lot of you that listen i know maybe sometimes it's not something that you might be thinking about it's a very important topic and subject to cover um you know and it's nice to have all these beautiful conversations of inspiration but we also talk about taxation here and we also talk about accounting and we also talk about bookkeeping and we also talk about healthcare. like these are all the things that like help us get a little bit more control over our own destiny and our own actions and the things that we want to create for ourselves. So we're not like stuck with, you know, the repercussions from maybe something outside of us that ended up not working for us. <laughs> you know, so I always tell people like, please take back your power and, uh, you know, do things that are really good for you and strategic for you in building what you're building. Um, these are the type of resources that do so. So, Thank you, Melissa, for being here. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. And um, yeah, let's all stay healthy. Yes, please. Amen. Uh, and uh, so for everybody listening, uh, IndiePop.co, for Melissa Blatt, for myself, Matt Gottesman, for the hospital separately, really appreciate each and every one of you guys and all the ratings and reviews. Thank you guys so much. Truly, truly appreciate it. Please continue to leave the feedback. And we're out. <laughs> 